Hey, what's up, everybody? You are now tuned into the Geeked Up Podcast, your home for entertainment, enlightenment, while adding thought-provoking questions with a comedic twist. Join us every Monday and Friday at 10 a.m. for more content and enjoy the show. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Come on. Just rock. It's the inside woods. We step. We step. It's the inside woods. We step. What? It's the inside moves, we step, let's go get it, get it. Everybody out there go scream and shout About uh-huh. to tell you what inside moves about What's up? I got you geeking on a Monday or Friday what So else? I play anything else you did Cause they always keep it real Still they be stepping in Her eye open, you blink, you missed the message Juju, I should have said fan favorite. favorite Big Rome be highly blessed Why Q is in the uh-huh. Matrix F always hating, what? that's how we start debating But Q can calm it down cause you surely got the patience yes. Big, big stepping, I dub repping <laughs> Gotta have the answers to yes, any Every question like Google and Bing what? Ask G's and Quora when you tune in, uh, uh, check, check it over. over. Time to start the show. So here the intro go. The steps, the steps, steps, the steps, 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 steps. Yo, steps, what's going on, everybody? Steps, we steps. back, man. You know, for the regular schedule program. You know what I'm saying? You tuning in. This is the Inside Rules Entertainment Crew. Give me you, Geek Up Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Wait, 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 wait. You ain't hear me. The fuck? You, I said, this is... <laughs> Podcast, man. Damn. Uh. Yeah. I am your boy Jay Millie on the Villion. Have a Millie. What's going on, everybody? I got my co-host to the left. Bottom. They gonna introduce themselves. But first, if you did, if you just tuning in, make sure to like and subscribe and share. Now, Rome, do what you do, baby. Come on, baby. Big Rome, blessed and highly favored. Gotta stress that. Can't stress it enough. Thanks full to the most high. Man, y'all already know who it is. It's the host with the most, the fan favorite, DJ AJ. And let's get into another installment. What's up, y'all? It's Q, man. Let's go ahead and uh, let's dive right on into this episode, people. Let's go ahead and just get it jumping. And we're going to start uh, off like we uh, always do. We're going to be about NBA. to who? <laughs> so then let's go ahead all right let, first, let's man. talk about that all right start off with the nba you know what i'm saying weekly team report fellas 76ers nets bulls how we looking how we looking 46 we did we declined the steps to the podium thank you oh really well, you know what well i'm gonna go ahead and get mine out the way you know go I mean? ahead jump Brooklyn, on it here we are we got a lot going on over there um i'm not even gonna dip in dab into the turmoil that's going on but let's we'll just, get to that let's, later. Let's, let's get a let's give a shout out to, to, to KD. You know what I'm saying? I know niggas saw, you know what I mean, Daniel Gaffer get put to sleep, you know what I mean? Nigga got laid to to, to bed on that court off a crossover, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I got for my highlights of Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Eh, that's it. Brooklyn you know stay in the course. All hey, the highlights uh, I got. Juan, Juan, I just want you to take note. I just want you to take note, Juan. You see this whole time you've been here, I ain't said shit to you, right? See, if that was Javen, that was mm-hmm. Javen team that had, had whooped y'all, you would have been here since we, since we hopped on. <laughs> what, about them, what about them Nets, Juan? What about them Nets? You see how, you see how we a class act, Juan? You see how you know, say we win. It is real calm. It is real Niggas calm. Is calm. Niggas is calm. I ain't say nothing like text. I ain't do nothing. We just, we <laughs> I ain't say nothing like text. Hey, Juan, Juan, you see, Juan, you see, you see how he intentionally brung up the fact that he didn't say anything to you. You see how he's trying to mentally psychologize oh, you, I'm trying just, to fuck you up right there. He's, like, he's like, like, oh, I ain't say nothing. I ain't say nothing about how he fucked you up. You know, say I ain't say nothing about how he fucked you up. But if that was Jamie, he would have damn sure told you how we fucked you up because we <laughs> fucked you up. But I ain't say nothing about it about us <laughs> fucking you up. Like, yo, yeah, come on, Juan. was it a misdirection? I don't have. I don't, yeah. I don't got nothing to say. You know what I mean, Brooklyn, we are what we are. You know what I'm saying? Royce O'Neal, I'm not going to lie. Niggas been giving some Best good minutes. He's been giving some quality minutes. I definitely, Royce was, O'Neal out here. definitely was down in that nigga. But I Looking mean, like hey, I'm going to take what I can get. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I still got my, my hopes high for Bubble Warren. Ben, pack oh that my shit God, up. I forgot bro. about that ben nigga. Ben Simmons, yeah. pack that shit up, bro. I'm tired. You know what I'm so saying? It's a wrap. Niggas talking you about you got achy knees now. Like. Yeah. It's like I I don't think I don't think I'm a person who asks you Ben Simmons to do a lot. I don't I don't think anybody who's supporting Brooklyn right now is asking you to do anything other than play defense and not airball layups. 
that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's that. I mean, it, niggas ain't trying to be too demanding. You know, just just have a good team effort. That's a, a lot for that muscle. nigga. That's a lot for that nigga. Well, yo, where where is Bubble One, yo? I ain't, where, why he not on the bench, yo? He not in street clothes. What, what he doing, yo? He good? I don't know. Hopefully that nigga is in the lab, though. I hope he's in the lab. Pray that nigga's in the lab. Bro, he's Damn, back in the bubble. The he's back in the bubble, one. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting right. He's back in the bubble getting right. And they got them Disney World Sports here. He's back in the bubble. Man, I better, see, right. I better to see that nigga. Right. TJ Warren better be training like fucking Goku by the time he come back, bro. TJ Warren better come out here like Michael Jeffrey. Okay, that's what y'all that's that's what y'all fucking need. That's what y'all nah, need. Gonna be hot, Jamin. Yeah. TJ Warren's first shot's gonna be a fucking post fade from the free throw line. That just to let niggas know his bag got deep. Damn, just that. Just, just to let just to let niggas know his bag is there. Okay, God damn. All right, Lee, you brought hey, up man. Demar dropping forty six. What's going on with the Bulls? Uh, Samo, <laughs> we missing Andre Drummond right now. You know. I uh, also failed to mention that he dropped 46 in a L. Uh, he actually, he went Aww. in a, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he had a nice little, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Uh yeah, forty six. Uh, he had to duke it out with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, that little <laughs> that, that tandem. He had to duke tandem. it out with that tandem. Yeah, him and Tatum had a nice little little shootout. Uh, Demar scored mm. more, but Jason Tatum had a double double, so it was nice to see. But we just uh we missed Andre Drummond that night, man. We missed him. We need that size for sure. Um, and yeah, you know, it's just more. You know, we'll 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 get it. We'll get it done. You know, Jamie, like let's talk still. about I like injuries. The way we play. Uh, what happened? Bro. What's going on with Lonzo? Is there a timeline for him or anything? Who knows? No, no timeline at all. I don't, I don't know, know if that nigga can walk. I don't think he can walk. Still, we, yeah. They, they yeah, said, I don't know. He said he was having a hard time getting upstairs and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, so I don't know. That's, that's, I, listen, I really feel bad for Lonzo. I hope he. I don't know what back alley doctors his dad is taking him to. <laughs> that's they fucked up the first surgery. That's why we still here. And you know, what I'm saying now they said, okay, this time for sure he got the right surgery. So now you know we just gonna pray that you know you know what side note while we're on while we're on your bulls just right quick I'm gonna just give a huge fuck you to Zach Levine damn just dropping twenty in the fourth like niggas didn't ask for that like Brooklyn I don't think I don't I don't believe we deserve that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just leave that. I think y'all did. I think y'all did. I think y'all did deserve that. I think I just saved that as fuck. Grab his by the ears. I deserve the shit on me. That's insane. That nigga had like six points before that happened. Exactly, man. I'm like, oh, Zach, be quiet? Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's time. Right. All right. All right, 76ers. What you got for us, Jamie? You got to step up in town, baby. How we looking over there in Philly? Uh, yo, how are we looking? Philly cheesesteaks is good, and um, Philly's good too. <laughs> Any more questions? Y'all got some, uh, y'all got some, uh, some rays of hope. You know, Tyrese Maxey showing that he can get it done, you how's, know, when he needs James? to. How's, how's James? How's, how's he doing? How is James doing? How's that James? is a good question. Hold on, what y'all say? Okay. <laughs> uh, James, James is as James does. Mm-hmm. Harden and hard times will pursue what James will do. What James do? Hard times with hard niggas. Niggas wanted Houston Harden so bad. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. All you did was stunt the growth of Tyrese Maxey. All y'all did was stunt the growth of Tyrese Maxey, who could have been your franchise point guard. We're just a little hurt right now. We'll be back soon. Uh, it's it's early in the season. No further questions, please. <laughs> well, I got well, we're gonna uh, go ahead and cycle back to the Nets, though. Actually, and in particular, yeah. on the Nets, we're gonna talk about Kyrie Irving. So, we're gonna go ahead, uh, you know, keep it on with the team, but really, we're going into the Kyrie story. So, just to start it up from the top, Kyrie. I believe posted a link to a documentary. This documentary was deemed anti-Semitic. It has had some lies about the Jewish community within it, apparently. And uh, when asked about it, and not only asked about it, pretty much asked to apologize. The first go around, Kyrie went on and doubled down, said, "Man, I, I, I don't agree with everything that was said, but hey, man, I can't be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from." 
So, hey, I'm he pretty much doubled down. But so did the people that wanted him to apologize. They also doubled down. <laughs> they went ahead and they uh, gave him a, a minimum of a five-game suspension from the team, unpaid, of course, as well. And then let me go ahead and pull this up here. There is a list of items. We'll go ahead and put air quotes around that. Items that he must complete. Requests, requests, quote unquote, that he must complete in order to return to the team. And it's six of them. So go down. Here we go. Apologize slash condemn the film that he had uh, posted a link to. Donate $500,000 to anti-hate causes. He needs to go through sensitivity training, anti-Semitic training, meet with ADL Jewish leaders, and meet with Joe Tsai to demonstrate understanding. They said they had that boy doing side quests like he was in my career. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> he then has he's he, since then he has put out an, an apology on his Instagram about what he did and you know making sure. But I guess really quote unquote what he should have said during that sit-down, the first go-around is what they're really wanting him to say. So, fellas, what y'all think about this? First, yay. Now, Kyrie is looking like it's a, uh, hey. Listen, after after what Kanye posted from his his Hollywood trainer to what they got Kyrie doing, I'm going to just, listen, for the sake of the Inside Wolves team, the geeked-up crew, I'm going to plead the fifth. Y'all don't want to hear what I got to say. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's what I'm going to do. I will first start by saying I in no way, shape, or form, much like everybody up here on this panel, condone any type form of hate towards any person. You know, Um, I think everybody has their own opinion. And I think a lot of times opinions um, and, and perceptions that other people have on certain things can cause people to, you know, be persuaded in a different, in a certain way. Um, I think Kyrie is a man, I've, I've, you know, of his own, as we've known to see, he's deep rooted in his faith, um, deep rooted in, in what he believes in. And, um, I feel that it could have just came, maybe came to a little bit more of an internal, you know, resolution. I don't think maybe it had to be so big, um, you know, as far as the way it blew up. I feel, I feel, part of me feels as almost as if, you know, he's being a little bit humiliated, you know, or trying to be made him a little bit humiliated. That's just how I perceive it. Like everybody else, you know, has a perception of the, you know, recollection of events and what's, what's happened and transpired. And my perception is that, you know, it looks like a little bit of humiliation is, is trying to be put on Kyrie, which I don't think any man should have to go through. Um, I do like that he apologized. I definitely thought that, that wasn't, you know, particularly right at first, uh, because if you people are saying that you have offended, you know, somebody just in your right nature uh, to address that a little bit more than he did, you know, before he did that. Um, and I think that uh, we might have seen the last of Kyrie playing basketball. That's just my opinion on that. I think we oh, might have seen the last really? of that. Hang on. Can you expand on that last point? Just the final point. You really think he's out the league because of this? I think we see what we see what transpired here with uh, with, with the Boston Celtics and email Doka. Uh, <laughs> Uh, with the whole indefinite suspension, they love using that indefinite. You know, hey, you know, you get a chance to come back. You know, keep you on the but string. Keep you on the string. Yeah. I think that you know, when you're talking about a, a a man's livelihood at that as well too. You see, he's getting his Nike deal stripped away. People are burning Nike shoes. You know, and and you know, I'm sure a lot of deals, other deals will probably follow suit as far as falling through the roof here for him. And I think that. um I just, I just think, like I said before, Kyrie is somebody that is very knowledgeable of himself and deep-rooted in his faith and understanding of what he knows and, and what he reads. And I think that is going to take a lot more than just some quest for maybe Kyrie to feel like he can even go back to a place like that, that felt like he feels as if y'all can just take me out so quickly, you know, without maybe some type of internal, once again, keyword, internal resolution. Um, I think that he just might, Maybe he might even back away from, you know, the NBA. Maybe they may say it's not enough. Oh, you know, 
he didn't we, we don't think he did it in a way that we want him to because at this point his the fate is in, his fate is in the hands of the commissioners of the league and everything so we don't know what is going to pursue after these quests have been fulfilled it could be more six more quests we don't fucking know so i and i say that to say Kyrie is also in his what he uh he came in what 2011 i think that's when he got drafted yeah, yeah. so this is uh, this is his 11th season in the league you know Basketball is a sport that is, you know, it, it does, you know, project some longevity. But you know, as you get up there in the ages and life goes on and things like that, and he's getting, you know, to his championship windows. You know, he might feel as if that maybe it's time to step down. Who knows? But I'm just saying, I think this it might be, may not be. I hope not, because I love you, Kyrie. I love watching you play basketball. You're my favorite player currently. You know what I'm saying? You know, I ain't no, I ain't on your dick, nothing like that. But feel me, you are one of my favorite players to watch. I know everybody else, a lot of other people feel that way about you too. So I hope y'all can figure something out. Really do. You can go ahead, um, Yeah, pretty much just to pretty much piggyback on on what Hefe said. Um, I think the biggest thing to take away from this whole ordeal is the fact that once once a person has a quote unquote track record, it's a lot easier to pin that said person in a negative light towards anything even if it's for this example uh based off the film that he posted on his show that people were saying he was promoting and saying that you know he was advocating for hate speech and everything like that i think the biggest thing with this is you know just from what i gained you know in his honesty he he wasn't aware you know from just from what i gained and you know and he seemed like he was very apologetic Initially, you know, it's not like he was, and like I said, this is my eyes, that he was trying to, you know what I'm saying, down talk any community or race or religious people, you know what I'm saying? It, it, I didn't gain that from him speaking or just even him posting that. But the thing that I noticed is um, this is just a very unfortunate situation to be in, to have literally the whole world against you and to not have no one stand next to you by your side no one you see ex-nba players you see former teammates you know what I'm saying pretty much going along with the same script that's being told about you on all these major platforms and i, I feel like it's very unfortunate yeah. to just see that you know uh, of of all these people and for the nba to be this so-called brotherhood i just feel like it's very unfortunate that uh i see yeah. these big media outlets and stuff like actually preying on a man's downfall to lose his livelihood his yeah. career you know what i'm saying he's man feeds his family but it the the negative things that people try to gain or try to put these negative words in his own mouth um i feel like people are expanding on it only because of like i said he has a track record so to speak and i i honestly like hefe said i feel like this could be his his end only because of, I remember with the situation with COVID, you know what I'm saying? He didn't go get the shot. Mm. Brooklyn asked for him to come back. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't know Kyrie personally. However, I just know if he's truly as 100% dove in on his belief and and what he feels is right. And and as far as not being silent anymore and speaking up and, or educating as he, as he said, I mean, I honestly feel like he would look at it and say, well, you know, if this is what you guys want to do, then that's fine. I'll part ways, whether it be, like I said, the NBA, Nike contract. I, I don't feel like he's going to get that either. But, um, yeah, it's just definitely an unfortunate situation just as, for him. I can't even imagine having, you know what I'm saying, like the whole world pinned against you. Like I said, whether it be teammates, ex-teammates, former NBA players, it's just a very unfortunate situation for Kyrie right now. But I do hope that there is a a light at the end of the tunnel for him um, to just just focus on what is important to him, whether it be continuing to play basketball or not. You know what I'm saying? Just do what makes you happy and you feel is right in your own passion. Because um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's pointless trying to please others if you don't make yourself happy. So, and I don't want to see a miserable Kyrie, so... Um, that's just how I feel about the situation. Is there something you wanted to say, add in there, Jason? No, nah, I mean, um, Juan definitely touched on a point as well, too, as far as the brotherhood, uh, the NBA. I didn't particularly, I'm just going to come out and say, it, I didn't particularly like 
how LeBron yeah. uh, talked about the situation. Somebody mm-hmm. he calls a brother, you know, there's somebody, you know, I, I just don't, you know, because I, I, I even seen it on Twitter, you know, niggas was like, you know, come on, Brian, you know, you could have also been like, you know, you could have also de-escalated, you know, the whole situation or the notion of him being the standard third, but, all, you know, and also expressing that you as well do not condone any form of hate, you know, upon anybody else. Um, but you know he could definitely say you know I know Kyrie as, as a man you know he, he's a well-spoken young man you know he, he he I know he never means any harm but he does things like that like I just felt like that could have been said as well too you know with in addition to protecting yourself if, if you need to so but that's all yeah that's all. LeBron essentially being the current face of Nike that is the, the response I expected that's all that's he gave the response I expected him to give. I can see that. I don't agree with it, but I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, same. It's, it appears as though that when things like this are going on, it's a whole different level of games and politics being played that pretty much everybody else is just not privy to. Because <laughs> yeah. there's all types of unspoken words, and like you said as well too, and y'all, I think both of y'all said it as a matter of fact. A lot of people's responses to this were quite telling because I said this last time on the previous episode when we talked about Kanye, and I still feel like this as it's happening to Kyrie again. Bro, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone because I feel like I'm watching p- things happen to people broad daylight that they're saying are going to happen to them, and everybody is just like, "Yeah, well, apologize, nigga." You should yeah. like, what is going on? What what is happening? And that and that's really as vague as you and I would like to be with that because it's just like what broad daylight, bro. What's going on right now? Like yeah. even down to the donate. Anywho, I don't, I don't, I don't 100 understand uh, exactly what point the NBA turned into a reality show because that's honestly how I feel. Watching this whole ordeal transpire currently is a reality show. The increase in media, you know, that's everything is everything is so especially now, especially now. Like questions before, um, and that's the shit that be getting me tight. And I feel I get you, I get it. It's your job, it's your job, it's what you gotta do as a reporter. You gotta bring out those tough questions. I get it, you know. But this is like, damn, like let the nigga talk about basketball too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let him ask the nigga about the game or some shit and stop like beating the questions in and shit like that. But everything stems from like Twitter, like from Twitter posts, you know, people pull they pull the questions from Twitters, you know, Instagrams and things like that, and they say that they see and they you know, they think about it like that's what media has turned into is like is literally just verbally asking what you what you probably would have tweeted what you probably would have posted on instagram or whatever and um that's the shit that's you know kind of troubling with the media that's like this is gonna be the new era um of the league as far as that's concerned i kind of want to sprinkle this out here just for a different viewpoint on it as well and it was um just something. Just want your guys' thoughts on this. Really, the other aspect that people are that I've seen people are taking this from as, hey, this is kind of like they're just following protocol here, really, because there have been team owners that have lost their teams or a lot of rights because of things that they've said that were leaked. That were leaked, and Kyrie said something that at least the public's views is on par with those things. So he also is being rightfully punished, just like those team owners were for being racist, because he's saying anti-Semitic stuff. So they're Here's saying, the "Hey, punishment, you gotta keep it fair." Did and is and this is me genuinely, genuinely asking, and then I follow up. Did he actually say something that was anti-Semitic? Did he actually he didn't say, say anything? No. He never and said anything. He and posted my, the, no, that documentary. He posted though was that's my problem. anti-Semitic. And, and I, I get saying. that. I get that. I get that, and that's and that's definitely. And one thing I wanted to say too before I get to what I'm about to say now is that people need to you gotta read, really read, understand what you what you what you are looking into before you go and tell others and educate others about it because you have to understand the risk that come with such teachings and things like that. You know what I'm saying? History is history for a reason, and things you know are 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 written for a reason. And once you expose you know certain things or you tell certain things to people, you're gonna you have to know that you're shaping minds in that form as well too. But what I will say is that I don't like the fact that it seems like he's really being, you know, terminated in a sense from everything because of the fact that he didn't want to, like, formally give an apology at first. 
that's that's kind of what my my you know my qualm with that is it's like it's not even the fact that he really did say something and like but it's like because he didn't get the apology about something that he retweeted it's now coming off as oh he completely agrees with this and these these are things that he's also saying as well too and you know if he did say some things like that then and Kyrie you know you got to see me catch a fade because I'm I'm up here you know what I'm saying kind of you know what I'm saying I'm up here you know telling two sides of a coin. I'm not saying I'm siding with you, Kyrie. I'm saying I'm, t- I'm telling two sides of a coin, which is mo- most people won't do. Most people won't tell you two sides of the coin. They give you, you know, they give you heads. They won't give you tails. You know what I'm saying? So, I'll, I'll take this conversation another ten step in my soapbox and say this unrelated because, like I said, I still any opinion I give that's true to myself right now, and this is not going to be in favor of uh, Inside Wolves' image. But I'll say this, bro. It's in situations like this that always stress the importance to me of black ownership and black people never like to like think that that's an important thing like, mm-hmm. when, yes. like you know because when, when nothing's yes. happening so it's whatever but when stuff like this happens it's it, it it we feel the impact of not having a platform of our own more than we ever do when yeah. like we're never able to express ourselves our opinions free free you know free to our culture free to our beliefs that's why, and that's part of the reason we have to walk around acting the way we do on certain topics. It's it like Quinn said, it it's normal for people. I, I can understand him feeling like he's in the twilight zone because, bro, you're living in a world where people walk around knowing shit, knowing that the next person knows it and can't say shit about it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Nah, you know you hit the nail on the motherfucking head. Black, black ownership. Yeah. Nipsey talked about it. You know I talk about Nipsey all the time because that's definitely one of my you know favorite figures in life. He talked about that shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? He went back home to Africa and he understood the meaning of having what you have as a as a you know as a young or as a black man, black woman, or whatever your religion you know your race is, is having what you have and making it yours because you have to. At the end of the day, if you don't own it, if you don't provide and and give yourself the outlet, you're you're literally putting your hand, your life, or you're putting your business, whatever, in the hands of somebody else to do it for you, and you're expecting, based off of handshakes, based off of contracts, things that people could generally turn around and say, fuck you over, you know, or put some shit in there that they can later say, fuck you over, to make it so that way you now have nothing. But if you own, yes, if you own you, nobody else can. Y'all remember that. I think, I think another, just to close my topic on this, I think another thing for that's important for everybody in this situation, um, whether it be viewers or anyone, just do your research, listen to like the full interviews, like actually dive into what exactly is being said and what isn't being said, because it's, it's a lot easier for your casual person to just get a notification on their phone from ESPN saying Kyrie the martyr or Kyrie the undefiant person it's easy to see it and just click on it and just believe whatever the media is telling you mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna say just please just go ahead and do your due diligence and study yourself get that information and your knowledge from yourself don't believe everything that is being forced through the media and like I said pretty much like what Hefe said I'm not 100% siding with Kyrie and I'm not buying into the NBA of course at all with their decisions on, on what happened. But um, just like I said, just do your research, man. Just definitely do your research. Indeed. Great shit there, gentlemen. Great shit there. And uh, speaking of that media shit, one that you was talking about, doing that research, keeping your eyes on that media. Indeed, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. should, uh, should talk about very briefly a misconception on a much lighter note that is going on for a couple of days now. Mm-hmm. Niggas talk about Snoop Dogg smoking about seventy-five <laughs> to one hundred fifty joint slash blunts a day. It's crazy! It's <laughs> crazy! And um, yes, sir. Seventy-five to one hundred and fifty blunts slash joints a day. That is healthy. You ask me, man, boy. Healthy? Oh my oh, god, nigga! You must well, you a vegetable great. at that Isn't point. It? Oh my god, yo, that is vegetables, Quinn. That is broccoli. Niggas are sitting husk with smoke emanating from his mouth. Crazy. Niggas just a husk. (laughs) (laughs) Not moving. Nigga, just an empty exoskeleton. Empty exoskeleton. 
peas, green beans, broccoli, whatever you want, man. Come on, man. Like you said, Juan, do do that research because Snoop Dogg had to dispel that rumor very quickly. He put out a video. That (laughs) that is like even like close to being true. Like first of all, you obviously you obviously do not a heavy you don't smoke. You don't, you don't smoke. do that. Yeah, you don't, you don't smoke. do that. That's not that activity you partake in. But in second of all, I was gonna say that that's not possible while remaining a functioning uh human being. Like you, you <laughs> bro, all the TV shows he's on, bro, ain't no way in hell this nigga got time to do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> all the TV yo, shows seventy five. This is not enough yeah. time in the day to fit that in. Like even seventy five, like let's let's just let's just separate the fact that these niggas went from a seventy five to one fifty gap. Just yeah, nah, yeah, baseline yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy seventy five in one day is crazy alone. <laughs> well, and like, the fact that them niggas say anywhere, the fact that they say it can be anywhere from seventy five to one fifty. It's like, all right, bro. Nah, yeah. Well, yeah, I ain't going to lie, bro. I don't give a fuck about the money or none of that, bro. If oh, I have yeah. a nigga tells me I smoke 75 blunts a day, I think I might got to stop fucking with that. Bro, just quit, off the bro, street, bro. bro. Yeah. How is your margin? Your margin of error is 50 blunts. That means this nigga, <laughs> that means in the middle of the day, this nigga Snoop Dogg is. Uh, I feel like good today. I think another twenty-five blunts will suffice. I mean, <laughs> like, like he just has fifty blunts to move, yeah. move yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, this, this what I'll say, yo. That nigga got too much access to good gas for me to mm. believe that he's smoking enough mid that seventy-five is the minimum a day. There's no way. Oh, no. Snoop Dogg one thousand percent smokes mid. Snoop Dogg does not smoke uh preem. That nigga Snoop Dogg smokes mid. Well, how do you come to this conclusion? What makes you say that? Bro, no OGs smoke gas, bro. No OGs out here hitting thrax every day. <laughs> Nick, it's already enough for these niggas to like get up and move well, in their bodies and, and be but, 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 here doing mean, shows and being active and bro, that nigga is he hitting some cool little shit to get himself going, you know what I'm saying? Get his mind right. And Skywalker OG. Man. Well, Skywalker OG. No, he's not on diesel. Bro. Runs. No, no, no. White, pink, and black. He's on runs. White, pink, and black. If y'all want me to believe that Snoop Dogg is hitting 10 months of, of sour diesel a day, like y'all are tweaking. Y'all are tweaking. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think, that's, yeah, not, that's I think not part of tweaking. belief, but you got to think, bro. That's, I mean, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about other people. Oh, Trevor. For me, niggas' tolerance just increases over time, so... That that's what I was getting ready to say, Juan. I believe it. I don't see the mid though. Because I don't see the mid. I can't see that. Way higher than mine. So I can't see that. See no, because Lee not wrong about the old has not really jacketed gas like that. I say he out here. But it's because they it's because they don't smoke that much. And so when they do, they can't be off their rocker like that. But I don't think that nigga has stopped smoking since he was probably fucking insane. Like this nigga just this nigga just still smoking. Ten blunts of sour. He is going to like, bro. He's not doing that, bro. He's gonna feel that at his ripe age. Look, look. (laughs) All I'm thinking, I think he might. I think he might get used to it, man. You may not be feeling it for that first week, but you know what I'm saying. Two weeks, three Mm -hmm. weeks, a month of doing that shit every day, it probably get to a point. This is just regular to you at that point. Let alone decades. You know what I'm saying. But I can definitely see them. I know at least in order to get through the ten, I'll concede on this. I think three of them got to be mid. Out of 10, I think three of them got to be mid just so he can hit that 10 number. You know what I'm saying? He probably smoked some mid. Probably smoked some mid just to, you know what I'm saying? He smoked two real ones. Then the mid just Oof. to go ahead, level it out. And then he go ahead. Just to, just <laughs> niggas, to keep from that shit. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's the uppers and downers. Nah, keep the high going. That's yeah. that's how don't that's how don't white folks be, be, be uh, doing it. They're like, yeah, I got to do the coke just to get me up. You know what I'm saying? And then... <laughs> And I do the heroin just to relax, you know? Yeah, <laughs> nah, bro, don't did. Do, come on, man. Nah, it so was that's, crazy. I said that's 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 along so along just... the same lines of people saying, you know, um, you know, like smoking like Arello is gonna boost your high. Okay. All right. You you hit that. You hit that pure tobacco. Then go ahead. You <laughs> it'll boost your high. It'll I mean, boost it will, your lightheadedness. At least I guess. 
for for the, yeah. the boost that you get is is for me it's not it's not worth hitting no nah. it's not it's not because nah. it's not actually a boost to your it just makes you no. more lightheaded yeah, so i mean I, yo i guess i, I, I would now walk around with work, fucking but, headache oh. yeah. yeah that's that's a little crazy i ain't going yeah. right there I, I wouldn't know that i don't know But you right, know, right, right. You, you know how this goes, gentlemen. You gotta go on the roller coaster of emotions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so we going right back oh, into it. You feel oh, me? Coming man. right off that oh, glorious man. high of Snoop Dogg to talking about the unfortunate, untimely, and despicable demise of one third of the Migos takeoff. Mm. Was shot and killed, I believe, during a dice game. And yeah. not only was he shot and killed during that situation, but he actually wasn't even involved in the action. Got, got him shot and killed. He was just there. So, yeah. moment of silence for the man. Takeoff. Takeoff. Okay. Yeah. What y'all think about that? Talk Let about it. Take. Mm. What y'all got? What y'all got? What y'all got? Takeoff. I'll give my opinion. Here's how I felt about it so far. It's, it's like you said, as as terrible, as despicable. Any any you know, what I'm saying adjective you want to use to describe how how down bad of a situation it is, bro. It it's been hard for me to draw up true feelings of sadness, just based off like how how meaningless the death was. It's was so meaningless. It, it like like. That's I think that's the that's the that's the most sad part about it. It's just like how like it, it didn't have to happen. Like there was literally no nothing behind it, bro. Like like you get shot, like, bro. I'm not gonna go into it, but it's just been that's been that's that's the hardest part about it to me. It's been hard to you know feel, you know, it is. It's been hard, bro. Um, at least from. Pretty much like what Lee said, uh, because of how just meaningless it was for for this event to happen, and just the context that's that we've been provided, you know what I'm saying? Through over the passing days is just like I don't know, I I don't know, man. Um, I honestly don't know. You know, um, one thing one thing that I definitely can't say though that I do feel is very unfortunate is the fact that it it takes two seconds for, for niggas to immediately pull out phones and flashlights and get the recording on a lifeless body. Like because they're a celebrity for likes and, and, and shares. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know at what point niggas started glorifying, you know what I mean? To just get or do whatever it is to get that little, you know what I'm saying? A little five second clip of, of what's going down in the rundown and you hear like the audios and shit. It's just, it's just really sad to see, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody is literally losing their life. You know what I'm saying? And first thing niggas want to do is just grab a phone and say, Oh, yo, look at yo right there dying. You know what I'm saying? His last little breath. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas family, niggas family see that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just crazy to see that that shit is so common. So common, bro. Shout out to Gilly for exposing niggas for that shit too, man. Like, shout out to Gilly because what did he say? Is... Shout out to Gilly for exposing. No, that what shit, did he man. say? Oh, uh, literally the same thing Juan said, man. Like, oh, really? just oh. like yeah, same as that shit. Like y'all niggas is bitches. You know, every yeah, time so, some shit gonna go down, y'all niggas gonna pull out your phones instead of calling for help and some shit I'm like kidding. that. Like, come on, man. Did, did oh, you that reminds me of that um situation with them kids. I don't know where it was. Whoa. I think about it been New York where them kid kid bro put a gun on them. Put a gun right in kids' face, and everybody surrounded them watching the fight. Just pulled out their phones and was recording yeah. it. That was I it. Can't, was I can't respect Gilly for saying that, bro. Unless, well, I don't know his whole quote, so I'm hoping he did. But I'm saying to call them the people, the bystanders, the bitches, instead of calling these the niggas, the niggas that was partaking in the bitches, bro. Why are you pulling out guns over at the dice game, bro? Why is this? Why is this a thing, bro? Why are you shooting oh, yeah. your own man's in the back, bro? Why are you shooting your own man's in the back of the head? Like, so, bro, so like, call them niggas. Clear it up. Because I'm gonna clear it up because it, it it actually wasn't over a dice game. They said it was Sequavo and and some other nigga that they was in the club. I think it was they come from the club or something like that. They was arguing about like basketball. They was arguing about basketball. They was talking about basketball for a minute. They was going back and forth. 
Um, and then nigga, then Quavo was pretty much like, man, fuck that, or whatever, walked away. And this is like from the video and everything. And then out of nowhere, you just see like this big tussle, and then boom, you know, shots fly out or whatever. And yeah, that's but it was over a basketball. It was over basketball. It wasn't over the dice or nothing like that. So they wasn't shooting. I would have rather nothing. niggas let me believe it was over the dice. Because at least the yeah. money was involved. Well, man. no, I, I had to. I had to let damn. you know what yeah. it was about. Though. I had to let you know. No, no, that, that's fair. Bro, but damn. We, yeah. No. I, yeah. Damn. 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 Yeah. I thought. Yeah, no, bro, damn. Black, black men are emotionally shot. These niggas need to do something, bro. There, like, there needs to be mass therapy, bro. Bro, like, why? How are your how are your emotions so so running so rampant that you kill a nigga over a talk about basketball? I mean, I'm just I gotta. There's a story. Unable to compartmentalize their emotions, bro. Like, this is that's an actual problem in our community, bro. That's why that's why that's 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 why women have to feel in danger when they reject a nigga. They have to reject a nigga as 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 fucking peacefully as they fucking can to hope this nigga doesn't attack her. Niggas, niggas, like, bro, that's so sick. What you about to say? There's a vid- there's a story that I heard online. It was from a man, Mike Rasheed was a guy. Check out that dude's channel. Good guy. Uh, he put a, there was a story that he had about while he was in jail, and it goes to talk about what you just said, Javen and Andy as well. Both of those things combined. He said that he was pretty well respected in prison just because intellectually he was good and physically he was cool. And a lot of the people in prison came to him to talk about like squashing things or to at least come to him for advice just about problems they were having in prison. And this speaks to what you were saying, Lee. He said, this is a quote in, it, in itself. So let me get this straight. I'm talking this Mike Rashid to the prisoner here. So let me get this straight. You want to kill, you want to stab this nigga because he called you a bitch because you were cheating in chess and he caught you. And that was like the most profound shit to these niggas they had ever heard. They were like, wow, bro, I never thought about it like that. You definitely right. Let me go ahead and shut out. Okay. And so I go on to say that, Lee, I, I hear you because you're definitely right about that. But it makes me wonder how deep does this problem really go and where do we go to actually address it at truthfully? Because that for that to be your mindset, because I'm trying to be more empathetic as a person. I'm trying to put myself in other people's shoes. You know, I try to think about like a lot of the privileged people on camera, like the Karens and shit in those videos. You got to remember thinking coming from money, coming from privilege. If you were five years old and anytime you didn't like something, it was just gone. Any problem you had just disappeared. Hey, mom, I don't feel like doing this anymore, even though you spent X amount of money on it. And your mom was just like, eh, it's OK. Go ahead. Play. I don't really matter. Anything, anything you ever wanted, never a Christmas, never a holiday went by. You didn't get anything. I could imagine how decades of that would lead you to getting your ass whooped for talking out your neck at 40 or how you would end up in a situation where similar to takeoff situation, you ain't have shit from that young age all the way up until you went and took it at your adult age i can understand how situations like that it's hard to contain your emotion it's hard and you make irrational decisions like that because that's the only ration you've had growing up and it's really sad and we as a community definitely need to help each other out more in trying to fix these things and especially trying to figure out the root problem and addressing that root problem a lot because it's beyond just like (laughs) why would you do that these niggas have no like concept of like that they're, they're, they're the right bro, the bro, logical they, they right move in, isn't uh, even in their head. It's not even like unable an option to to process their emotions. Like they literally are un they don't have the gene, they don't have like that in them. They don't have what it takes in their mind to process their emotions in a healthy way, bro. It's bad. Yeah, like, it's really it's bad. bad. It's it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, niggas just got I mean, man, listen, yeah. Listen. I understand. I understand the streets. I understand. You know what I'm saying. But also as well too, it's definitely you gotta understand when things are just not worth it, yo. And it's never worth killing anybody. Don't don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. I'm saying I understand. I understand the streets in the sense of I know how niggas talk. I know how niggas get down. You know what I'm saying. But it's never. You gotta understand when it's not worth it, yo. Like. And it's it, and the second thing too, like yo, it, obviously dummy ain't had no aim, yo. He was because uh, they said he caught the they say he caught strays. It wasn't even aimed at him, so obviously he ain't even had no aim. So what the fuck you got? What, why you got the strap anyways, yo? You 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 not you should not be holding that. You really should not be holding that. You know, niggas holding holding the stick with like noodle arms and shit, just hitting shit on, like yo. 
Like, come on, you goofy as shit, yeah. You goofy as fuck. And then I, well, another thing I can't stand when these situations happen is that, like, you know, what I'm saying we we do this collective. Oh, we gotta appreciate life, like whole spiel. And then, like, literally, it took a day and a half for like when the whole Meg shit happened. Niggas is calling for this nigga, this nigga, her Meg's boyfriend to go and fucking like go go fight a nigga. Or go like get an altercation with a nigga about some words exchanged on like Twitter or something like that, bro. That's something like, like, like it, it's above niggas, bro. To like, we we really won't be free of this shit. It's it's I mean, it's it's that's that's honestly just a part of the society that we live in, though. Honestly, yeah. and it's it's not going to go anywhere as much as niggas might, you know, saying pray for it to go away or. Niggas might niggas can talk all day. I mean, shit, we talking about ways shit can be prevented. But I mean, this shit is bigger than just us. You know what I'm saying? It's a community. It's a community thing, bro. Um, pretty much like you said, Q. Like niggas just don't know how to just handle their emotions. Um, and it's uh, it's been a a a crutch in the black community for a long time, bro. If niggas can just come together like all these other communities do and stand by each other, we would get a lot farther, bro. But we don't, and you see huh? the, what happens. So Right. You're right. You just, you, you exactly right, man. It is bigger than us, in, in a sense, but it also starts with us as well, too. You know, and that comes from all walks of life. You don't got to be African-American and stand up for African-Americans, vice versa, yeah. whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's why we do things like what we do right here. We talk about it. just like how you were saying. We talk about it because if nobody else, because that's how it, that's how shit gets swept under the rug. Nobody talks about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like we doing right here, continue to talk about it. Carry these conversations into your everyday life. That's why we do things like this because we want people to understand how you know these things affect everyday life. How they might affect you, and you won't even know it. You know what I'm saying? So, all in all, unfortunately, as it always happens. It takes a life for people to be, understand what the fuck is going on in the world. Rest in peace, DJ Take. You know what I'm saying? And I guess we move on. DJ Take. It. Rip, rip, rip. No <clears throat> Hamilton. Well, this ain't the music industry here. And we're going to bring these spirits back up again. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Yo, this. Right, uh, no. Q. 21. Can you this, do uh, something? Oh, whoa, 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 because you, cause here you go, cause here this nigga Drake twenty one. Can you do something for me? And y'all niggas in here bumping that shit in your cars, loudest fuck with the bass. But then when I say Quinn, can you do something for me? Now that shit, Bati, right? Yeah. Y'all niggas is something else. Yo. You ain't see the, you ain't see the hand swing motion you did with it though, like. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, was, it was just in that mode. It was just in that mode. It was just in that mode right you know what there. I'm but I was just gonna ask. I mean, damn. I mean, he's getting this off right, I guess. But I was gonna ask y'all, what y'all think of that Twenty One and Drake album? If you have heard it, what you think of it? What you think of the hype surrounding this? Think it's overhyped, underhyped? What y'all think? Start off with anybody. That shit was good, man. That shit was good. I'll tell you right there, it was good. What you what you like you about know? it? What you dislike about it, man? I like yo. I always love when Drake come through with the raps, yo. You know what I'm saying? Self Drake really ain't my Drake. Pause. You know what I'm saying? I like autumn. Yo, I said, listen, I even gave you the pause. Don't even do that, Lee. I wasn't I even, even do that. Yeah, he likes a hard drink. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Go ahead. Well, he said the hard. Well, that's what he said. He said the soft drink ain't it. Pause. <laughs> okay, that's crazy. I like when Drake rap, when that nigga get the. Damn, I can't even say spin. Pause. I like when that nigga starts spitting. Pause. Oh, damn. That's just okay. Listen, I like when Drake do his thing, man. That 21 Savage came on there, you know what I'm saying? Bought, bought the breast out of Drake, you know what I'm saying? They bought the best out of each other. Pause. You know what I'm saying? They was doing their thing. Um, and I liked it, man. The beast was tough. The beast was tough. Legs was hard. It was a good album. Okay. That sounds good. Sounds good. Do you get anything from that, Lee? Yeah, my my opinion on it is this. Uh, I don't know when 
21 made this jump. Uh, I don't want to assume that he did any backroom mansion deals, but somewhere along the line, 21 Savage became the nigga that like all the top niggas put like like get features with, and now he's popping out with an album with Drake. I don't know. Like I said, his last two albums wasn't good enough to me to warrant this. Like I, I liked I am, I was, I liked Savage Mode too. It was cool, but to warrant like a Drake collab album, like what? Well, I don't know. Was you, I, was I, you I, feeling I, that though? You was yeah, feeling it though, right? Gotta, the combination that slaughter game. Fa- he get. That slaughter game connection was there, man. I'm I'm pretty but sure I will be I will not, be traveling here soon, so I might bump it up the road or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Get a good give it a good bump listen. Bump it up the road. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna say uh, I'm pretty sure a handful of people can attest. Uh of course, solo 21 older, you know what I'm saying? Like older, older 21. That nigga by itself, we already know what that is, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, like I said, people can attest seeing 21 on a feature, that's like okay. You already know yeah. what you're gonna get. You already know you expecting that verse that's gonna have you, you know what I'm saying, going down yeah, 85, yeah. pushing like 150, you know what I'm saying? Like on some cool shit, like just some floating shit. But I mean, yeah. um chill. I get on some chill shit. Yeah, 150 on some cool shit, like no, yeah, 150, man. That's if you got a hellcat. As if you got out that nigga, why the nigga y'all need to be watching out? Why the nigga who when the cops pull behind him, this nigga black out the lights I and get the going? Yeah, the... <laughs> like, this off. nigga said, like the third me go, I take. Like the third me go, I. Hey, Lee, I got one thing to say, bro. Right. I didn't buy that damn ghost plate to go over my license plate for it. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't just buy that just for decoration. Oh, I'm shit. I'm going ghost Woo. fucking mode. That hey, nigga is black out the lights, uh, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you. Side note, totally unrelated. Do you, by any chance, still have the link that may go directly to where you got that from? Not oh, even from me. Not even I, for me, just yeah, completely. Yeah, I, mean, I know you wouldn't need a, such a thing, but I definitely no, no, no. I I, I wouldn't. No, my tags yeah. up to date. Yeah, my tags up to date. Right, right, right. But um, yeah. From from what I get got from the album, I mean, it was it was cool. It was like, right. I mean, uh, I was fucking with maybe like six, seven songs. But I mean, all in all, the album was straight. Uh, for me, I think I was probably fucking with. Uh, I want to say, I think Broke Boy. That's a, that's a nice the one. Best, the better, the that's better, nice one. one of the better tracks <clears throat> for me, in my opinion. So if tough. I'm going on a rating scale, though, out of 10, I give it a cool 7, 7.5. It was, it was cool. Seven. I, 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 I cut it on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you cool. cut it on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I give it that 2 one. I'm with you on that one. A cool 7.5. Drake did his thing. 21 did his thing. Wasn't wasn't anything 7. more. Wasn't anything less. Yeah. Wasn't anything more. Wasn't anything special on that it, shit. It that's like... It just met the standard, like just you know what I'm saying, but but exactly, but it's good enough that it wouldn't get lost on the playlist. Like, right. feel me, while it's out, you know, yeah. so I'm gonna look for some of them songs. Yeah. I'm gonna look right. for some of them songs yeah. for oh, yeah. now while it's hot yeah. right now. Like, you know, over time, the ones like, you you download like, it, and you okay with skipping through the ones you don't really, you know, you don't want yeah, to yeah, yeah. Like I like now, I definitely yeah. now that I've heard the whole thing, I definitely do what I do with other albums. So I'll go tough, back though. and listen to the. You know, delete the tracks I don't want on the album and shit like right. that. But I mean, all in all, it was, yeah. it was cool. Yeah, I need right. to give it a full, full listen through myself, like a thorough, thorough listen through. But the yeah. songs that I have heard, I like the ones that I have heard. I like Rich Flex. That joint was hard. I like um, Rich Flex. No BS. The little no SNL. BS. The little quote unquote yeah. SNL yeah. set that they did. <laughs> That music no video was cool, and then the song in itself was hard. Yeah, hold on. I'm not, I'm speaking not, of that, speaking of that, yo. <laughs> I know. I feel like you finna say what I'm finna yeah, say. Yeah, speaking of that, yo. Listen, it, though. listen, yo, listen, yo. Look, yo, Michael B. Jordan, yo. I get it. I understand. Like you still that. hurt, dog. I understand, bro. That nigga said. <laughs> he said to the most relatable album in the world. I guess it's her loss. <laughs> sorry, sorry for her loss. Yeah, I was like, yo, this nigga her still loss. hurt. One, oh my god, bro. He, one, yo, he missed Lori. I can say that one thing that I thought. One thing that I thought I was definitely led astray is definitely when I heard the first track and I heard Nudie. I thought mm. I was gonna get like some features like in the album. 
but just for it to be in that one, it was like oh, a teaser. Not on there. It was a oh, teaser. I mean, damn, I gotta listen to it, but. Like the first track, first like two, two oh, five damn, seconds. Was I was there. like, damn, this nigga finna go crazy, ain't he? He's gonna get a bitch at nine at the time. Beauty was up that bitch. You already know how I'm going. That would have set it off for them. Niggas love Nudie. Nudie last time went crazy. Nudie last time went crazy. Don't do that. Sprinkle a little nude on there. Sprinkle a little nude. Sprinkle a little nude in there. Sprinkle a little nude in there. Just just to end this oh, off, man. finally, because we, we addressed this before. I just want to know, maybe y'all have an answer for me. Why can't niggas just say, man, this album's good anymore? Man, this song is hard. Man, they did a good job on this beat. Because I seen a tweet the other night <clears throat> in reference to this album. I think last night, as a matter of fact. It was, oh, no, yeah, other night, probably. That said, and I quote, Are you man. Word word? Oh, yeah, I'm going to repeat it word for word. Oh, yeah, I'm saying this word for word. <laughs> this isn't me. This is a tweet that I found. Niggas can't say music's good no more, and I want to know why. Instead of, from the instead of saying, <laughs> instead of saying, damn, this shit hard, they did their thing on this. The tweet reads, damn, Drake really fucking these beats from the back while 21 is throat fucking the beats from the front. Can anybody explain? I cannot. Why ah, niggas can't say hey, music is just good I anymore? Hey, listen, listen. Some, some niggas' ears be getting fucked by the music, yo. And I guess that's what it is, yo. Oh my god. That wow. Nobody? No? Okay. That just Damn. threw everybody for the But bro, right here's where my, okay. my mind goes when you say this, bro. At some point while listening to this album, <laughs> that nigga in his brain conjured up that he said, whoa, this. He conjured that in his mind. Like he had to think of that yeah, <laughs> while he was listening. Uh, that nigga draw back on experience. He was like, really, fuck. Drake really fucking this beat, bro. Hang on, man. 21 <laughs> about the. Crazy. Like, yeah. Can you, can you, imagine, I... <laughs> can you imagine, like, you just riding in a whip and a nigga saying that? Damn, Drake fucked Bobbing his head hard as shit. Hey, it's good to bring it. You, hey, no. you fucking with it? Yeah, yeah hey, but he hey, fucking that shit from hey, the back. Hey, why, the nigga, the nigga he, he hit you with the... Hey, but hit, hey, hey, 21 part finna come up. He finna hit the throat in a little bit. You finna hit the throat in a little bit. <laughs> he said, "Hey, twenty-one, oh, come in here. Man. Come in here, twenty-one. Go ahead, get this. This is crazy. Oh man, that that in itself is ridiculous, bro. I, I don't really got much to say about that. I just needed y'all explanation, if any, man, because I just need to know where niggas coming up with this lingo from and when that started becoming the thing. I don't know. Drop Listen, that man, that's that's it. some shit. I don't know even. I don't know where niggas came with that up, y'all." Yo, so I know, yo. I was gonna ask y'all a question, yo, because I seen this shit on Twitter. This is real, real, real quick, real quick. Um, niggas asked was like, yo, what, what, what if the heart was Jamaican, yo? Y'all seen that shit, yo? It was like, what if the heart was Jamaican? I'm not yeah. seen this. A Jamaican heart, <laughs> like the Jamaican you. Grim Reaper <laughs> yeah, from yeah, Billy yeah. and Mandy. Oh, yo, Billy, yo, oh, nah, yeah. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Yo, listen, I gotta, yo, I, they, they came up with some shit that, you know, how Hulk be like, oh, you know what I'm saying, you, oh, Hulk smash, they came up with some shit for the Jamaican Hulk, yo, I'm gonna read it word for word, yo, asking it all that, listen, here you go, yo, they said, you want to see me turn bottom on, bottom on my tendon, yo, you want to see me turn bottom Hey man, they not fucking with you. <laughs> yo, yo. Oh hey, bro. You <laughs> said bottom of my tendon, yo. Oh no, oh, mercy, yo. I don't know. I might need to email Marvel. We not. Yeah, I need to see that one. I need to see that. 
catchphrase. I fuck with them. That's a hard. Jay, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Marvel picked that up. He might have the hardest quotable since Thanos. Yeah, yeah, the Jamaica home definitely episode out right there. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Geeked Up Podcast by yours truly, the Inside Wolves Entertainment crew. Like, comment, subscribe, share. Leave them comments below because we make great conversations not only for ourselves, but for you. Yes, yes. Thank you for tuning in, and we are out. For more SI Wolf content, make sure to subscribe and make sure to hit that link tree in our bio to bring you to all our platforms. Let's get it.